0: Good morning, Liberty. Well, what is up, all
1: of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nate Thurston, and across from me, drinking a nice big jug of ice-cold water, is Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson. How's it going today, Chuck?
0: It's not ice-cold. No? It's, I, like, I like... Actually, I don't care. I don't have a preference on water. Yeah. Except for hot like you don't a, want to drink like boiling water. Okay. But room temperature, chilled, cold. It don't matter. Listen, the story I'm, ends with it going down my gullet.
1: Before we get going, I'd like to issue a correction. Earlier, I said that Charlie was drinking ice cold water. And it turns out it's just like normal room temperature water. And it turns out we're no. accountable here yeah, we're at just Good Morning Liberty. When we say
0: it. something false... Mm-hmm. We, re- we go back and make corrections. That's what you're going to find here. This, uh, this podcast is all about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning and corrections. <laughs> okay? We tell the truth here. The truth. Nothing but the truth and what we understand to be the truth. And then if there's new truth, we correct the old truth with the new truth. Out with the old in with the new, as they say. That's, that's what this podcast is all about. And in fact, that's all we talk about is corrections <laughs> that's
1: it that's, and talk about how we talk about it
0: yeah and i'm not talking like prisons <laughs> corrections uh, like the not correctional facilities okay. i'm talking about corrections good like uh when you when you <laughs> correct something i'm trying to see how long can, I can we go, go because i'm gonna jump out of my chair it feels <laughs> so gonna, awkward <laughs>
1: I'm crawling out of my skin right now. Exactly. We have to get going. By the way, everyone hung out with us because they went to join gml.com and they're paying as little as $6 a month. And we got to watch a video of uh, this Russian plant that used to be president talking about how we need to just give all this money to Russia. So we talked about that earlier. Uh, just kidding, it's one of the other times that he was uh, just destroying people for the, for the gas pipeline going to Germany. Pretty good video. And then we've been talking about doing a, oh, what, a fantasy football, talking about the football season coming up. So anyway, you want to go to join gmail.com and hang out. Speaking of former President Donald Trump, a little bit of news came out today. Now, got to preface this with this is news coming from a mainstream media outlet about Donald Trump which means we have no clue whether or not it's real or not. Okay? It could be real. It could be completely made up. There's no way of knowing. Mm. There's just literally no way of knowing. And that's the problem with this whole story. Like, oh, nuclear secrets about a foreign nation. Cool. I bet that's true. He's got launch codes. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. No, it totally could be true. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying that when you cry wolf all the time and you make stuff up or you run with stories that haven't been corroborated or, you know, haven't actually been uh, proven to be true before you run with them. Well, then you just get people saying, well, eh, I have no clue whether or not this is a real thing. And yeah. that's a
0: problem. Yeah. Their stories are you literally, this is, uh, this is from a source of a source. Mm-hmm.
1: A guy that knows a of a source source. source. Yeah.
0: Who's the sourcing source. sorcerer. Mm hmm. The source this is from the sorcerers well this source.
1: is this is just some sorcery from washington post so material on foreign nations nuclear capabilities was seized at trump's mar-a-lago house or whatever I, since when do we just call someone's house by name all the time i'm just sick of saying can we just say trump's house yeah I'm trump's just, house in florida I don't, I don't have a name for my yeah. house a document describing a foreign government's military defenses including its nuclear capabilities was found by FBI agents who searched former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence and private club last month, according to people familiar with the matter.
0: It's almost like they have to have a certain amount of words, I know. And so they just keep adding I know. It has,
1: has to say Donald Trump. It has to say Mar-a-Lago. It has to say search, FBI, all that. We all know the story here. Documents about such highly classified operations require special clearances on a need-to-know basis, not just top-secret clearance. Some special access programs can have as few as a couple dozen government personnel authorized to know of an operation's existence. Records that deal with such programs are kept under lock and key, almost always in a secure compartmented information facility with a designated control officer to keep careful tabs on their location. That is why it was so easy for him to slip away with them for a year and a half. But... Such documents... Arrest were, him, <laughs> Arrest the officer! <laughs> but such documents were stored at Mar-a-Lago with uncertain security more than... I bet there's almost no security around the former president who everyone loves. Mm-hmm. But such documents were stored at Mar-a-Lago with uncertain security more than 18 months after Trump left the White House. After months of trying, according to government court filings, the FBI has recovered more than 300 classified documents from Mar-a-Lago this year. 184 in a set of 15 boxes sent to the National Archives... In January, 38 more handed over by a Trump lawyer in June and more than 100 additional documents unearthed in a court-approved search on August 8th. These people familiar with the matter did (laughs) not—that means nothing. (laughs) No. People familiar with the matter did not identify the foreign government in question, say where Mar-a-Lago—where at Mar-a-Lago the document was found—probably sitting on a table outside by a pool, I uh, bet—was found or offer additional details about one of the Justice Department's most sensitive national security investigations since the Russia collusion investigation.
0: They found him on the Mar-a-Lago Facebook. Yeah. It's an internal it. it's an internal Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where they were found. Turns out it
1: was on Trump's Twitter it had been, uh, you know, blocked. He couldn't say anything about it. They're like, oh, I wish should go look through that. Turns out he posted this stuff. No, mm-hmm. here's the deal. Um, they're probably going to end up indicting him eventually. I, I think it's I think it's going to happen. Uh, if They're saying that he had any information pertaining to other com- other countries. Nuclear capabilities, and we have no idea what country it is. Heck, it could be like uh, North Korea. You know, they got Don't, uh, don't former nukes.
0: don't former presidents keep their security clearance, at least a certain level of security clearance? I have. no I don't clue. understand this. Like, oh, hey, you're allowed to see this document. Yeah. Currently, but eventually, you're not going to be able to see this document anymore.
1: Is and now is it the don't. document itself? What if he took it? He read it, and then he wrote it down on another piece of paper, and he took that piece of paper with him. Yeah. Is that okay?
0: <laughs> so he's what got a lot of just, secrets. What if he stored it in his memory, mm-hmm. like in his brain, and then he still knows the information? Yeah. Like he just memorized it because he saw the document, <laughs> and then he left. Listen, they're going to... That's gonna, the problem. He's got top-secret information in his head.
1: Yeah, they gotta they got to <laughs> get rid of that stuff. All right? They're going to have to wipe the hard drive clean. God, he's the one that wants to put bleach in his veins now. Why right? that old hard mm. drive? Hey, so here's the deal. They're going to indict him. Everyone needs to just understand that. And I don't know what to believe. I have no clue who, what country this is that he had the information on or whether or not this is even true whatsoever, but it is making the rounds on the internet today. And, um, you know, I just think that before we get into a civil war, everyone needs to be ready to and uh, know why.
0: Or the other thing is like, the, uh, what's it even matter? Like, if this information—now, look, I mean, if this information was used and then the United States was harmed and he was negligent and that kind of stuff, like, I could understand, like, okay, you broke, you know, some laws. You actually caused some harm, mm-hmm. like, true harm. Like, see, this is why no victim, no crime. Like, they're, what? who's the victim currently?
1: They are actually supposed to assess— that and see if there was any damage done or what the potential damage could have been done uh, by these actions before they decide whether Mm -hmm. or not they are going to uh, prosecute him from what I was reading earlier. So we don't know. And I'm betting they're going to be really lenient on him.
0: I say that because I know that intent matters. Mm -hmm. We all, we all know that intent matters. We, that was given to us by uh, James Comey and the FBI and the Justice Department regarding Hillary Clinton.
1: Now, this is just what aboutism, Charlie. Yeah. That's all this is. Oh, here we go. What about, yeah, I'm trying to talk about this thing that Trump did bad, and all you're trying to say is, well, what about all the stuff that everyone else does bad all the time? Like, that matters at all. Yeah. We're talking about the here and now, Charlie. Okay? <laughs>
0: like Jan 6. Yeah. <laughs> all right, coming from the blaze. First of all, Hillary Clinton tweeted out, uh, this was yesterday, September sixth, twenty twenty-two. She said, "I can't believe we're still talking about this, but my emails dot 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 the suspense. Can't believe we're still talking about this, but my emails. As Trump's problems continue to mount, the right is trying to make this about me again. There's even a quote Clinton standard. The fact is." That I had zero emails that were classified.
1: You see how quickly you can just change history, and just, just, just lie. Yeah, and if people will believe it, it doesn't matter. You just say whatever you want. I mean, we t- how many years removed from this? Are I mean, I guess it's been a few now, six years, removed from this we, whole thing. We couldn't
0: save this for Friday. We might bring it up again though. Costco, we you can vote for this for dumb belief of the week if you want to. I'll make the executive decision right now. This tweet will make a dumb bleep on Friday.
1: We'll see. We've got. I, so, I'm saying it right now. I have personally sent myself at least 15 things with the subject line dumb in them
0: today. Okay. Well, Just this today. is going to be in there and we'll spend 42 seconds on it. Okay. 42 seconds. we ready? Why not 45? See how you for- negotiate? I said, this is happening. He said no. And I was like, no, it is going to happen. i want me to put some parameters on it. Okay. 42 That's seconds. fine. We're just going to read it, and people can vote on it.
1: It needs to be forty-five for president. Forty-five, if you want to make it make more sense. Okay, I'll, I'll agree to that. Okay, because yeah, she should have been forty-five. I can't know.
0: see any reason I'd be opposed to forty-five seconds, Nate. Do you? You see any no? Re- okay.
1: No, we will. We will be talking about Clinton for sure in dumb leap of the week because I sent myself about uh, five videos.
0: Um, All right, this, today. Coming from, this coming from the Blaze. Thanks, Glenn Beck. Appreciate you. Comey previously debunked Hillary Clinton's false claim that she had no classified documents on her private email server. Now, what did she say there? The fact is that I had zero emails that were classified. Hmm. But was she housing classified documents? Hillary Clinton was fact-checked by History on Tuesday after she claimed classified documents were not transmitted on her unsecured private email server. What did Clinton say? We just went over that. Clinton's claim generated tens of thousands of responses because, in the words of of Judicial Watch President Tom Fenton, the claim is astonishingly false. In fact, it was quickly highlighted in response that former FBI Director James Comey has directly disputed Clinton's claim. At a press conference in July 2016, Comey revealed that Clinton's email server had sent or received more than 100 documents that were classified at the time were transmitted and more than 2,000 others that were later classified from the group of 30,000 emails returned to the state department 110 emails and 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information at the time they were sent or received eight of those chains contained information that was top secret at the time they were sent 36 chains contained secret information at the time and eight contained confidential information at the time that is the lowest level of classification. But 50 uh, yeah. sorry, eight of those chains were top secret. And it's, we've already
1: we've already gone over all this stuff. like we know that there were we know that there was classified stuff. We don't really have to prove that what bothers me is just the flat out line about it and getting away with that. Like, why, why is it The Blaze that's calling her out for this? Why is it Judicial Watch that's calling her out for this? This has
0: 218,000 likes yeah, as of yesterday.
1: I don't know how many retweets it ended up getting, but, but man, it's frustrating to me because right now we're dealing... The, the the left has gone so hardcore on this moral superiority and they're fighting against fascism and it's <laughs> the extremist MAGA Republicans that are rising up and a threat to democracy and they are really claiming the moral high ground here and they're playing it and they're playing it. I mean, they should get some Oscars for this kind of stuff. And to just feel so confident in your ability to manipulate or deceive or to just flat out lie about things that you just go and tweet and you say the fact is that I had zero emails that were classified when even the FBI and plenty of other people like PolitiFact and factcheck.org and all those people said that you were lying about that and that it was proven that you had classified emails to still feel comfortable enough mm-hmm. to go out there and say that and know that people are going to believe it, that's what bothers me.
0: I did not <laughs> have sex with my wife's emails.
1: That's That was great, man. Yeah. Okay, so we had to just talk about that. We'll see where we go with Trump, and we had to do a little bit of what about there for a minute. On to the next thing that really bothered me on White Pill Wednesday, (laughs) Uh, Black Pill Wednesday for everyone. And maybe this won't bother you, but we did a big speech about privacy and about organizations needing to keep their privacy because eventually people would go after them and try to intimidate them and try to uh, destroy whatever it was that they were doing. Now, when it comes to the Oath Keepers, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I know little to nothing about them, almost nothing. But... I have read a lot of terrible things about them from people that I know lie about 99% of the time. So I still know nothing about them except for that. I'm inclined to think the exact opposite of whatever those people are
0: saying. And regardless, there's a constitutional uh, protection, the yeah. right to peacefully assemble.
1: Yeah. And, that, and that's fine. Even enough. if you have <clears throat>
0: terrible beliefs, by the way, you don't have to agree with the beliefs of the people whether or not they have a right to assemble peacefully.
1: Now, some of those people were uh, involved, I guess, in G- January 6th. Ooh, a little bit, yeah. like like four of them or something like that. Charlottesville, too? <clears throat> oh, I'm sure they ran the whole thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so they were involved in the Bundy Ranch thing. That's the other thing. Mm. And uh, let me just go through this story from CBS News because this did this did bother me. And if anyone has any information that's useful about the Oath Keepers, let me know. Because I don't know what to believe, and I know nothing about them. And I know that in 2022, I'm not going to find any actual information about them. I'm just going to find people's opinions about what they feel about what they read about other people's opinions about them. And so the Oath Keepers members list. So the the list of members and past members and current members of the Oath Keepers was leaked. And it includes hundreds of law enforcement officers, elected officials, and military members they're all on the membership rolls of the far-right extremist group that's accused of playing a key role in the January 6, 2021 riot at the U.S. Capitol, as if no one knew what the, they were talking about when they said January sixth, according to a report released on Wednesday. It's another thing they have to do to get uh, keywords into the paragraphs. Like That information wasn't necessary. The Anti-Defamation League Center on Extremism and so now I'm like, okay, well, the ADL-CE uh, really doesn't like them. So now what do I know? I know that I still, have no, I still don't know anything about the Oath Keepers. That's, that's what I know. <clears throat> in fact, I'm starting to like them. They poured over more than 38,000 names on leaked Oath Keepers membership list and identified more than 370 people that believes currently work in law enforcement agencies, including as police chiefs and sheriffs and more than 100 people who are currently members of the military. It also identified more than 80 people who were running for or served in public office as of early August. The data raises fresh concerns about the presence of extremists in law enforcement and the military who are tasked with enforcing laws and protecting the U.S. Now, Let's dig that. Let's let's dig into that real quick. <clears throat> they say that the presence of extremists. Now they really haven't told us anything about the Oath Keepers. Of course, we have to just. We're starting from the premise that they are these crazy extremists, domestic terrorists. Yep. And then you build from there.
0: Well, it's a group of people that has guns, Nate. They do have guns, and yep. they have.
1: They even wear like vests and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and they have yep. patches. Yep. Oh, oh who the hand on there that say <laughs> Oath Keepers? So that's pretty dangerous, yeah. I think. Yeah. And, uh, and they get together. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, and you, talk about things, Nate.
1: You wouldn't want members of the military to be members of Oath Keepers because those people are tasked with enforcing laws and protecting the U.S. Now, when I read that, I read that they are tasked with enforcing the government's laws and protecting the government. That is what that actually means. Yep. And these people are kind of anti-government. Unless Trump is running the government. According to
0: Oath Keepers themselves, what I can gather so far is that they claim that they're defending the Constitution of the United States. And that they encourage their members to disobey orders when they believe it would violate the U.S. Constitution. Mm. Now, that is high treason. (laughs) Even though they swore an oath.
1: We need an Oath Keepers for the Oath Keepers.
0: They, They swore an oath... (laughs) and they want to keep like the thing about oath is you want to keep it Mm -hmm. if you have any honor so they swore an oath to protect and defend the constitution and they think that if uh, something is not in accordance with the constitution that they should disobey it
1: even if it's something that the oath keepers are doing or involved with Mm. okay well this is pretty crazy that is extreme sounds Mm
0: -hmm. sounds extreme
1: now how much do they hate black people though what's it saying there about that
0: uh, I haven't found anything about that yet. So okay. It's Just they're well, to keep that hidden. They're yeah. a paramilitary um, uh, militia, armed militia group, and they have uh, they they like like President Trump.
1: I'm glad that you mentioned that they were a militia because this is exactly what people on the left will do to anyone who is in a militia, and they go out there when you're talking about the Second Amendment. And they talk about how, well, you're not in a militia. You're just talking about you owning guns yourself. You have to be in a militia. Like if you were actually in a militia, they'd be totally fine with whatever it was that you were doing. No, if you were in a militia, then they would decide that you were a domestic terrorist, far-right extremist.
0: I have something else here. This is the FBI's definition of the Oath Keepers. Here we go. Listen to these crimes, folks. Mm. The FBI describes the Oath Keepers as a, quote, paramilitary organization. And a quote, large but loosely organized collection of militia who believe that the federal government has been co opted by a shadowy conspiracy that is trying to strip American citizens of their rights. Now, let me list some more crimes here. The oath keepers were present, they were there, wearing military fatigues during the 2014 and 15 unrest in Ferguson, Missouri, when members of uh, when members armed with semi-automatic rifles roamed streets and rooftops. Wow. Multiple members of the group participated in chance sex. United States Capitol attack. By September of 2021, 20 members have been indicted for federal criminal offenses. Four of them pled guilty. Four of them. That's got
1: to be like almost the entire organization, right? They were indicted
0: right? and pled guilty for sedacious conspiracy. We covered that in an episode. By okay. The way.
1: Yeah, I can tell. I can tell uh, just how uh, despicable these these people are. Uh, I'm, yeah. uh, honestly, I'm a little embarrassed that we're talking about it right now. <laughs> All right, let's continue. It's you just, guys see how ridiculous <clears throat> this is? Yeah.
0: Yes. And, and they say th- 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 a lot of things in here, like according to the Southern Poverty Law Center. How do we like? How in the world can we keep using them as a credible source? Doesn't matter. It's insane. This is insane, literally insane. I'm going to sign up to be an oath keeper tomorrow. I actually thought about it today. Like, yeah, I, I agree with all of this and that um, we should, you should disobey laws that are unconstitutional. You should nullify all of, all of these things. And there is a conspiracy to, to get rid of our rights. It's happening. I don't think it's a conspiracy. Well, I I mean conspiracy (laughs) in the uh, macro sense of there there seems to be an agenda that's a little hard to prove, but in some instances not. But I'm saying on the macro level, like the conspiracy overall is that the rights are being stripped from us, and that is happening. It's only hard to prove. It's happening. It's only hard
1: to prove if you look at their words. It's not hard to prove if you look at their actions. All right, let's continue on. It's especially... problematic for public servants to be associated with extremists at a time when lies about the 2020 election are fueling threats of violence against lawmakers and institutions. Quote, even for those who claim to have left the organization when it began to employ more aggressive tactics in 2014, it is important to remember that the Oath Keepers have espoused extremism since their founding. And this fact was not enough to
0: deter these individuals from signing up. Fact. This fact. Yeah. The fact is the Oath Keepers are extremists. You can't say anything else. Quote, their views are far too
1: extreme for me, said Sean Mobley, sheriff of Otero County, Colorado. Mobley told the AP in an email that he distanced himself from the Oath Keepers years ago over concerns about its involvement in the standoff against the federal government at the Bundy Ranch in Bunkerville, Nevada, among other things. The Oath Keepers is a loosely organized, conspiracy theory-fueled group that recruits current and former military police and first responders. It asks its members to vow to defend the Constitution, quote, against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And it promotes the belief that the federal government is out to strip citizens of their civil liberties and paints its followers as defenders against tyranny. (laughs) I'm disgusted right now. You can't have this kind of thing floating around in a free country. How could you vow to that? How are you going to have democracy? Jeez. More than 2,000 people associated with the Oath Keepers. We just talked about all that that stuff. They grew quickly along with the wider anti-government movement and used the tools of the Internet to spread their message during Barack Obama's presidency. And they mentioned some elected officials, people saying that they left, a bunch of people denying all this stuff. The ADL said it found the names of at least 10 people who now work as police chiefs and 11 sheriffs. All the police chiefs and sheriffs who responded said they no longer have any ties to the group. Cowards. But, yeah, yeah, That that's true. Cowards. So once again, we know nothing about, I, I don't know about the Oath Keepers really what their beliefs are or anything. So be-
0: far from what I know, it sounds like a pretty good group. Yeah, now I bet you,
1: every single group has some bad apples in it. You know, ain't no tree I, that don't I mean, turn the, a bad apple. I don't. I
0: don't agree with going into the Capitol when you shouldn't. Yeah, like I don't agree with that. We clearly don't agree don't,
1: with what happened on January sixth. No.
0: Yeah, clearly. But as far as like walking around Ferguson with rifles, I mean, <clears throat> that's, what's wrong with that? You know, as far as vowing to defend the Constitution as far as like taking the same oath that you take when you sign up for the military for this group i mean that's just extreme mm-hmm. you already met you already made that oath for the military why would you have to make that oath again you know it's just this is this is so insane it's so insane and the
1: problem is what they want to do and i don't know how this leaked i haven't seen the details on that but they've always wanted to dig into uh, who uh, people who are donating to organizations that are against the government And now they're leaking the names of people who have joined up or paid dues to the Oath Keepers. And what's the intention of that? The intention is to intimidate people, to stop them from signing up. And this is exactly what you see in a country that is what the Oath Keepers say they are trying to fight against. This is exactly what you would see because they want to stop people who say that they want to defend against tyranny and any People out there who, uh, who have gone along with whatever people say about the Oath Keepers, once again, I have no idea. Just remember, when you start your perfect libertarian militia, they're going to say the exact same stuff about you, whether it's true or not. And so everyone's got to be given the benefit of the doubt, especially when they say one of their main goals is defending against tyranny, that almost everything you read about them is going to be untrue. And so that is what I'm doing here. And I, I just think it's a, another really sad sign of the times. Uh, That we're exposing people because they're just trying to deter people from ever grouping together to try and defend anyone against tyranny. That is the goal of a tyrannical state. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I went through a pretty big shift a few years ago. My music career was winding down at a time that I didn't want it to. I had a lot of social anxiety. I just didn't really know where I was going or what I was doing or what I even wanted to do. And I started drinking a lot. I'll just be honest with you. I wasn't actually dealing with any of the problems in my life. Something come along, I just focus even more on whatever those problems were and I just make them go away real easy. And the issue was when I never actually took the time to solve the problem to figure out what was really going on guess what they never went away they were always there the next day and it just got worse and worse i finally went and talked to someone you know i went to therapy and they taught me some ways that i could actually solve those problems without drinking now these days i'm over four years sober and whenever something comes along that makes me anxious or makes me upset I don't just try to escape from it and I don't really dwell on it. I try to drill down and figure out what is it that I can do to actually solve this. So if any of these things are resonating with you and you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp, it really is a great option. Convenient, accessible, affordable, all online. You can do video calls, you do voice chat, you can just do text chat if you want to. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a quick survey and you can switch therapists anytime you want. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash GML.
0: Charlie, what is projection again? I think we went over that definition. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Well, projections when like you're doing something, but then you tell someone else that they're doing it. Yeah. Like yeah.
1: you project your feelings and like your actions and you... Make that about mm-hmm.
0: someone else. Yes. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. All right, well, let's skip to the next article then.
0: This from The Atlantic, which just comes out with gold, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah, they're the good. The Atlantic is just fabulous. The nihilism of MAGA world. You guys see?
1: I want to go to MAGA world some, it's, sometime. Is that in Florida?
0: It's the MAGA folks who are nihilistic. They're the ones who have no hope and want to destroy the world mm-hmm. because destroying democracy is the same thing as destroying the world. And obviously, the these nihilistic, narcissistic psycho bags, <laughs> part of MAGA, that's what their tagline is. Yeah. That's what they're doing out here. When really, you guys all know that this is the left, but see, they are so good. They're so good at getting out ahead of it and then projecting it all on their enemy. It's, it's because it's, it works. It's really good. Joe Biden's quote, soul of the nation address. <laughs> I mean that was that was a Chancellor address, address if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. It got a cold and disquieting truth. The MAGA movement cannot be placated, reasoned with, or politically accommodated in any way. <laughs> there is nothing its adherents want and nothing anyone can give them beyond chaos and political destruction. Soul sickness. Biden got one big thing right, and that one thing explains why Donald Trump and the MAGA world apologists are reacting with such fury. The president president outed them as anti-American nihilists. They promote authoritarian leaders, and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country— MAGA Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive in chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. You guys remember that from Biden's Mm. speech. That
1: feeling that you're feeling right now, that is what it feels like to be gaslit really hard, like real hard by someone. Yeah. It's. That's abuse. mm, It is. This is emotional abuse from the Atlantic right now. I'm going to file a lawsuit.
0: This is what makes the MAGA movement so dangerous. It has no functional compass and no set of actual preferences beyond a generalized resentment, a basket of gripes and grudges against others who the Trumpists think are looking down upon them or living better lives than they are. Who called (laughs) who a basket of deplorables? Yeah. Who?
1: That doesn't matter. God. God. Yeah, Your heart rate's up right now, I can tell. Yes. Yeah.
0: I don't even know what to say right now because I find myself getting so angry <clears throat> that it's like, I have to be careful of how I say this. They're going to drive me to do the things that they say they're afraid of me doing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, man, <laughs> it's,
1: it sounds like you're being kind of defensive right now. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it seems I'm not,
0: like. I'm not listening to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, it's making me kind of, Question, you know, a little bit how defensive you're being at the moment. Right. Let's go on.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. It is a movement composed of people who are economically comfortable and middle class, who enjoy a relatively high standard of living, and yet who seethe with a sense that they have gone, uh, that they have been done dirt, screwed over, betrayed, and they are determined to get revenge. Yeah, clearly the MAGA people have no... Clear path forward. They just believe, uh, mostly in liberty, and liberty is no path forward. Well, how I, are you going to solve problems with liberty?
1: I have to give the Atlantic a little bit of credit here because if you're talking about the Trump cultists, then that's one thing because they don't really have a path, you know. Whatever
0: Trump says is, yeah, it's
1: good. That's what they care about is making sure that Trump Mm. is president again. So I think a lot of them don't have uh, actual principles. That is true for some people. But there are still, I mean, there are fine people on both sides, of course. Uh, But this is also still a very infuriating article. Go ahead. But
0: I also don't blame some of those folks that, I don't blame some Trump cultists because Mm. they haven't reached They haven't reached a level of understanding that it's not just the Democrats, it's government as a whole. Because, see, they see, you know, guys like Ronald Reagan and the Republican Party have done things to make... uh, America great again? Well, to make America freer in their mind, and they're not... the, The opposing beliefs aren't being shoved down their throat in those instances. So they see... They see Trump as a way to punch back, which there is some resentment there and bitterness. And obviously, obviously, because you've had a group of people call you racist and sexist and misogynist and uh, homophobic and deplorable deplorable and uneducated and all of these things. What are you going to. You know. This is good advice for your relationships, too. When you disagree with someone or you want to share something with them, here's a, here's a tip. Don't insult them before Mm. you do it. Okay. Okay. Don't.
1: I'll try that with my next wife.
0: (laughs) You're never going to get anywhere. If you insult someone. That was a joke. Yeah. Uh, The trying it part or the next wife. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) You're never going to get anywhere with anyone if you insult them and then be like, yeah, here's how you can do it better. That, that never works. It doesn't because humans don't respond well to feeling like they're a piece of shit. No well, one wants to feel that way. Let me ask
1: you this for a second. Um, let's give the Trump, you know, I call them Trump cultists. All right. But as a lot of this stuff has gone on, especially over the last couple months and with what Biden just did with his recent speech, with the raid at Mar-a-Lago, with all the stuff going on, the Russia hoax, I'll tell you, I get closer and closer to throwing Trump an F-U vote in 2024 if he's running. Like, I'm, I'm getting there. I need to tell people, I see what you're doing here. I don't really like this guy, but there is a chance he's closer to getting my vote than he's ever been. All right. Now,
0: also, why do they hate him so much? Now, I'm at Maybe that point. He is doing some right like things that we would agree with because he's exposing the, the tyranny. Yeah, he's probably lucky they didn't JFK his ass. Yeah.
1: So I'm getting to that point in my life where I'm starting to say, you know what? Screw it. Just, I just think Trump needs to run again and just say, screw you to everyone. You know, sure. Let's do everything we can to get that guy in there because I hate everyone else so much. Resentful. What if all the other Trump people, they already hit that point in their life? And now I'm not there yet, but I'm making fun of them, calling them crazy. And then I start to see myself turning that way because of all the talk. And this is the problem with all the talk that Charlie's talking about. It creates the thing that you're allegedly warning people against. The more they talk about right-wing extremists, the further to the right I get. Because it's so because I see them as such a crazy... Uh, such a terrible and dangerous enemy that I'm like, you know what? The biggest, they are the biggest threat that I've ever seen. And we just all have to group together right now and, and fight.
0: To protect democracy.
1: Back to protect democracy.
0: Yeah. Anyway, just a random thought. All right. Yeah. I'm to be part of, uh, I want to be part of Mata. Or, or no, but uh, yeah, whatever. Make democracy great again. How do any of us, and especially the president, engage with such a movement when, ev- when every discussion includes the belief that the only legitimate outcomes are the ones in which the MAGA choice wins? Let me read hmm. that again for you folks. Um, remember, not my president. <laughs> we impeached him twice. We ran a phony investigation, the Russia hoax, and everything. And this, this person is saying... How do any of us engage with such a movement when every discussion includes the belief that the only legitimate outcome, outcomes are the ones in which the MAGA choice wins? Now, Nate and I have talked to many leftists, many of them, and you get to a point in the conversation where they're like, nah, I'm done talking to you. Mm-hmm. like, nah, I got to move on. I don't want to engage anymore because you're kind of right and I don't want you to be right. So I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, unless you agree with me, this conversation's over. You're saying they get to that point with us. Yes. Yeah. It's so infuriating. They do. But then they're going to flip it around and be like, yeah, it's the MAGA ones who won't talk to you.
1: Yeah. They won't be happy unless they get exactly what they want. And this is the, so this is what you would call a whataboutism or whatever, but that, you know what I think the whole whataboutism thing it was created by a hypocritical person that was trying to gaslight someone. Yeah, And when they were called out for being hypocritical and for gaslighting someone, they were like, oh, here's a term for that. It's called whataboutism. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I'm doing something, you can't bring up the fact that, you know, when I'm calling out someone for doing something, you can't bring up the fact that I did the exact same thing or that I'm that exact same way yeah. all the time. You can't do that. But the annoying part about this article is that we all know I mean, just look around. Look at what we've gone through over the last couple of years, even. People on the left go insane when they don't get their ways, like a little kid in the candy shop.
0: They were burning down buildings. <clears throat> so,
1: all right. Keep moving. They were
0: screaming at the sky. <laughs> we need to have that as a sound and play the video. This, by the way, is why it was a mistake for Biden to raise issues such as abortion and privacy in a speech. For Biden even to mention something like abortion undermined the more important part of his speech, which is that MAGA is a movement that doesn't believe in anything but violence, chaos, and power. The MAGA movement isn't interested in politics or policies or compromises. It is interested in destruction and seeing others made as miserable as its followers are. MAGA is a movement of people who seem to be in so many ways deeply and profoundly unhappy and suffering from an emptiness and anger deep in their spirit. There is no political solution for that. All Joe Biden did was finally say this obvious truth out loud.
1: You're just going to have to exterminate all these rodents out there, man. This There's is nothing getting, you can do about it. This is getting harder to read.
0: Yeah. Like every day I'm like, this is as bad as it's going to get. <laughs> like this is it. Like this is the worst it's going to get. And every day I'm coming and I'm surprised.
1: This one There's sounds more. like it was ghost written by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the domestic terrorism division. Ghost wrote this article right here. You guys know all the crazy, hypocritical stuff in here, and then it even gets to like the nihilism part. They talk about the nihilism of the MAGA movement. I'm not saying that people aren't nihilistic, or that I guess if you think the country is going in the wrong direction, then that makes you nihilistic, apparently. Or if you think that yeah, if you think things are going to get really bad because of the policies that we have, but are they really going to make the claim that the people on the right are very nihilistic about the direction of the country? And people on the left are just these happy-go-lucky sons of bitches out there, just think everything's awesome. Anytime something they don't like comes along, they just they just laugh and just say, well, you know what? At least
0: we all have our friendship, and it's all going to be fine. And I don't know
1: why that turned into some like crazy Southern person, but And whatever. we're fighting for the
0: people. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can go on about my day and rest <laughs> easy at night because I know I'm arguing with these extremists. Trying to save people. No, they and democracy.
1: They hate America. They hate the Constitution. They they hate humanity. Most they hate of them, human I, beings. They think we're a
0: plague on the earth. And what's weird is most of them were gonna leave this country.
1: Yeah. And Do
0: they, it. And they haven't yet.
1: Do it. That's a good use of the government's money right there. If we could just pull together resources to ship a bunch of people out of here. I'm not I didn't say on trains. But I said that we could just let them go just get on planes and go to yeah. france or whatever
0: let your people go let i will let the people go
1: yeah i will
0: all right all right oh, i have
1: to edit out that trains comment but we'll see <laughs> no <laughs> that's fine let we it need the go controversy. Mm. if you're like me you're growing more and more concerned about the future inflation is at its highest level in 40 years interest rates are skyrocketing market experts like jamie diamond ceo of jp morgan not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I've done. Call the only precious metals dealers I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k and they make it easy. They're the highest-rated firm in the country with an a rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 866-709-3080. That's 866-709-3080. Or text GML, for Good Morning Liberty, to 998-899. That's GML to nine nine eight eight nine nine, or call eight six six seven zero nine three zero eight zero, or text GML to nine nine eight eight nine nine. And there's a link in the show notes. Okay, uh, it's four thirty, Charlie. You have to go sometime.
0: I don't have to, but I mean, I'm, do you want to go? I'm free to do uh, however we think this show should round out.
1: Well, Charlie, let's talk about this last thing real quick because it is a doozy. Gavin Newsom has signed this thing called the Fast Recovery Act. So what do you think it does? Well,
0: it recovers things fast.
1: Yeah. You, uh, people are in a tough time. And so what we're going to do is we're going to get the recovery going really fast. And then we know that they typically do the opposite of that. So this article <clears throat> from MSN, but MSN just is an aggregator of news. So I think, believe this one is actually from Bloomberg. It's hotmail. The uh, Fast Recovery Act could raise the minimum wage for fast food workers to $22 an hour next year. Mm. An industry trade group says the bill could raise costs for fast food restaurants by $3 billion. And Newsom signed it. Unprecedented legislation that gives fast food workers a say on hourly pay and working conditions, including giving them the power to raise the minimum wage next year, to $22 an hour. Now, let me say this real quick. It says that this gives fast food workers a say on hourly pay. You already have a say on hourly pay. It's called making yourself worth whatever amount it is that you want to ask for. And if you're worth it, then you'll go in there and you'll ask for it. And if you truly, you're going to do a job that no one else can do and they can't replace you, then you'll get whatever it is that you're going to ask for. You do have a say, but deciding that you're going to dictate it because you're not worth it is a particularly disgusting and annoying thing to me. Mm. AB 257 creates also a, not even
0: to mention that it was supposed to be the fight for 15.
1: Mm, yeah, we're, well, they already have 15, and now we have to have legislation to allow the workers to raise their own wages up to $22 an hour. That's how quick that happens. AB 257 creates a 10 member council of fast food workers, franchisees, franchisors, advocates for fast food employees, and representatives from the governor's office. The council will establish minimum standards on wages, working hours, and other working conditions related to health and safety of workers. The law applies to food chains with more than 100 locations, including, and they name out stuff, it includes fast food chains with more than 100 locations. Quote from Newsom, I'm proud of the men and women. Transphobic. SOB right there. (laughs) I'm proud of the men and women of organized labor, particularly on Labor Day. For their extraordinary work over the course of decades to empower workers to give them voice and choice and to fight not just for wages, but better working conditions. I hope they
0: close every mm-hmm. single restaurant I do too, honestly. in California. Yeah. I hope they all I hope they close them all. The industry If is... I had any restaurants in California, I would literally close them today. And that'll, that'll would close all of them. It to happen. I would I would I would encourage all my business owner friends to just close them all.
1: Hopefully they do. Because
0: then fight for your fucking $22 an hour in a building that doesn't exist anymore. You <laughs> piece of shit.
1: Charlie's mad today. Oh, that's a couple quarters in the square jar there, Chuck. I'm up Man. to $100 bills now, I think. Mom's going to be making tons of money off of this week. The industry's Trade Organization, National Restaurant Association, or the NRA, and chains such as McDonald's have denounced the bill. They maintain it will hurt small business owners, including fast food franchisees who own one or two restaurants. Yes, that is right. If you're a franchisee who owns a McDonald's location, you are included because McDonald's has more than 100 locations. So it doesn't matter whether or not you're actually making a bunch of money. Um, It just matters that the parent corporate uh, corporation has over 100 locations because of economics and stuff. Quote, they expected higher wage mandates alone. The expected higher wage mandates alone could raise costs for California quick service restaurants by three billion, and that cost will likely spread to struggling independent restaurants as well. Sean Kennedy, VP for Public Affairs at the NRA, said, "At a time when California restaurants are struggling with skyrocketing inflation and food prices and operating costs, the bill will push many owners closer to ever than, closer than ever to shutting their doors in their communities." The Fast Recovery Act impacts about 550,000 fast food workers in California, soon to be way less than that. Many have fought for years for increases in the state's minimum wage, which is currently at the level that they were fighting for. The union is already in talks with some legislators in other states. Yes, they are in conversation in several other states. And uh, they aren't in a position to announce where, but as soon as the authors make commitments, they'll be working with fast food movements and legislators in those states to go public K. Henry said during the press conference. So, here's what they did: they formed essentially a fast food cartel uh, that the government is literally a part of. This is literally the government using unionizing unions and creating a mega union body cartel that the that will be enforced by the government uh, to dictate the wages to these restaurants and they try to slip in that it's only going to be for people that are over hundred locations. Problem is that doesn't uh, actually get you away from hurting the smaller locations because what is a smaller location going to do when all of the big corporations, restaurants around them are offering $22 an hour, and you can only offer 15, you're going to be able to get employees. You're going to be able to get the best people to come work there. At all you'll either have to raise your pay up to try and get people to come work there you have to accept way worse employees or you'll end up just having to shut your doors and all three of those things actually lead to you probably having to shut your doors you'll
0: definitely have to raise your prices which hurts the consumer
1: yes um whatever the prices are whatever they come up with it's not going to come from the corporations it's going to come from all the people who eat at all those restaurants ironically a lot of them are going to be people that work in fast food uh, that are going to end up just paying more for all their stuff and probably negating whatever the wage hike is. Because if raising the minimum wage were the actual answer, it would have already worked. They've done it several times. The minimum wage is already $15 an hour. If that were an actually uh, an actual solution to the problem, then they wouldn't need to keep on raising it. For some reason, after they raise it, like prices keep going up a whole bunch. Then they have to raise it again. And now they got all the way through. State legislature doesn't have to actually do anything. Now they created their own cartel to uh, control all of the wages at all of the fast food restaurants in California that are big enough to into that category shut them down i hope they do close honestly Just, shut them all down and there that is my uh mega nihilistic vi- vision if you have for a business
0: if you have a business in california move it mm-hmm. move it out get on out move it out and then let those people fight let them make 22 dollars an hour um standing in a field <laughs> where a a business used to be yep and they can Frolic through the air.
1: It'll actually have a depression effect on the wages. What'll happen is a bunch of people will move out. Then you will have less opportunities for people to go work. And then you'll have more people fighting for the same jobs at those restaurants, which means they won't be able to ask for as high wages as what they would have beforehand. It'll actually have a depressing effect on wages once all the people close because the supply will be way higher than the demand. But that's none of my business. Well, that was a very special episode of White Pill Wednesday
0: for everyone. I'm I'm so angry at this point I can't speak. I'm just staring straight at the soundboard. Yeah, just watching the seconds tick by. Let's go home. I, I don't even know if I can do the outro right now. Well, I can do it for you if you want me to do it for I just. It, yeah. I I I just want to give these people what they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and look, it's not because I don't want people to make twenty dollars an hour. I want people to make a million dollars an hour.-' mm-hmm. I'd love for that to happen, but you can't do it by fiat. You can't just arbitrarily decide these things like I love how we have people that know nothing about business making these decisions like and I want to say, has there been exploitation of workers before well yes in in some capacities right there's you have mean bosses that take advantage of of you and and those types of things that's true that has happened but by and large you don't you're not guaranteed a job you're not guaranteed to make a certain amount of money like you're not guaranteed any of those things and without the business taking the risk and the things that they've done like if you don't like your wage how about you become a franchisee of McDonald's then you can take the owner's draw
1: might make less money there for a bit.
0: Yeah, you might make less than $22 <laughs> an hour is how much work yeah. you're going to have to do and then the little pay that they get. I just...
1: I they, get, they get like a few percent. Or, no, they get, they yeah. I think, McDonald's. What's the percentage they take? It's a decent amount. I know that the franchisees, they make money when they have a bunch of franchises. Yes. One, I don't know what you're going to make from one. might be a lot easier just to go get a job
0: somewhere. You make about $100,000 per store. Okay, well... I'm going to
1: open up a couple of. Well, just go grab a couple of those today. I'm yeah. going to go to McDonald's grab a couple franchises. On average,
0: because the store makes um, the store, uh, every McDonald's has to make a million dollars a year or it closes its doors. No, that's a rule. Okay, when you sign up to be a friend, so the store grosses a million dollars, at least, and typically the owners draw from that's around ten percent. Ninety percent of everything else goes out the door. Well, screw those people then, <laughs> like. So you have a million dollar business and you only get to keep 10%, you know? So a lot of, uh, you know, most I've worked for McDonald's. I did for a long time and I worked for the shorts was the family that owned, they had about eight of them. So they weren't rich by any means. I mean, they were well off, but they weren't rich and all the kids worked at McDonald's and the owners worked. They would come into all their different stores, say hello I remember. (laughs) Oh, what was his? Zach Short was the kid. He was a little bit older than me. But their dad, who was, you know, the top boss. (laughs) McDonald's has these things called F.O.R.S. It's a full operation review where corporate comes in. And they literally will, like, fine you money for having dust on the underside of your sign outside. Seriously. So, whenever we had a... FOR scheduled to happen and we knew corporate was coming, the shorts would show up and they would, um, they would come in and, and help clean and stuff. The dad used to take a whole roll of paper towels, a whole roll, and he would spray it with cleaner and they would stick that roll on the wall and start like wiping the walls down. And I'm like, you have no concept of how much money you're wasting by using that whole roll. Anyway, I had to tell a personal story to calm down some, so I hope you enjoyed that. Probably not. Anyway, if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and review. Share the show with a friend, a family member, or a foe. And uh, go to natescrashcourse.com to learn about the market. It bounced up a little bit today. A little bit of gains. Figure out. You have to know why. You're probably asking yourself, why was the market up today? Well, you could find out at natescrashcourse.com and uh godhatesfeds.com is another place to go to support us please do all of those things and if you do then we'll be back again tomorrow i hope you have a good day and a good morning liberty